Gentlemen, what is going on? I'm coming at you again. Uh, I wanted to kind of lay some stuff out there as some, you know, some hard times may or may not be coming to my life. And, you know, I've had so many that I kind of don't know how to how to feel about whether or not I even want to, you know, try to hedge my bets against not having bad shit happen. And it's not so much as you know, anything negative is not a death in the family or anything like that. I'm not dying. I'm not off cancer or anything like that. I'm just talking about, I'm just going, I may be having some employment issues coming up here. Um, basically, I have, I'm not blind. Let's be clear. I'm not blind, but you know, some things going on with my vision, pretty much not being 2020, uh, may affect my employment status. And, uh, I may need to find, you know, something to do elsewhere in another field. I'll probably stay in the same sector, you know, the blue collar trades, but, you know, driving is probably going to be off the table if, unless something comes through and they change their, they'd have to change their standards. I know they're not going to do that for an individual veteran or not. And I know this is a really pro veteran company and whatnot, but, you know, the reason I'm not tripping too hard on it, because you know, there are people in my life now that are kind of around because shit was going well and they love to show, you know, people will show up and show out when shit in their mind goes well. And half the time I may be, I may be doing financially well, but I've not been happy. Um, but because my financial status at the time for them benefited them, you know, they were all too happy to, you know, be in my life and celebrate the quote unquote good times. And just to kind of make this a short episode, hard times in your life are, are gonna, they're going to reveal some, some nasty truths. It's going to reveal that you don't have the associates and family that you think you do. It, it's kind of like, you know, a pro athlete, a uh, lottery winner. Everybody's going to love that individual or pretend to love him on the day he wins the lottery or draft day or something like that. They're all going to be on the person's jock and loving who they are. And, you know, but when the times are no longer good, when the ship's starting to come into shore, if you will, like retirement or an injury, you know, alluding to pro athletes as an example, a lot of that love is gone. Um, you don't hear too many people talking, singing the praises of you know, star athletes from 10 years ago that are no longer around. I don't know. You don't hear many people talking. I don't want to say big name stuff like Jerry Rice or something like that, but you know, like who was somebody I used to like a lot. When I was a little, I was a big, almost as much as I was Jordan. I was a big, big Penny Hardaway and Allen Iverson fans. And yeah, you mentioned, you heard AI mentioned nowadays, but I mean, does anybody even know if Penny Hardaway is even alive right now? I mean, he had a, I think he had a nice little run playing baseball. Tracy McGrady did as well, but that being neither here or there, it brings something very peculiar up with, you know, the regular person, you know, you and me listening. And it's that if we suffer a setback in our lives, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens to those around you. What happened to people you help out? Because, it, you know, it's fucked up. I help a lot of people out right now. Like, I have a lot of people's hands in my cookie jar or, you know, for layman's terms, if you will. 
So it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see when, when I need help in the next couple coming months, what other people around me are going to do. So I want to see what that looks like. Not because I embrace struggle or anything like that. I don't. I, I'm more along the lines want to address it as a challenge. You know, it's very easy in our nihilistic society, particularly it's very nihilistic for males. It's like, what hopes do you have if you're not in this upper echelon of men? And that's just not, not fuck dating, right? You know, you could say that's purely because you don't get no pussy and blah, 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 blah. But I'm not even talking about it in the dating context. I'm saying that there's just a small, small segment of men that seem to just simply have everything handed to them, jobs, women, everything, but fuck women, like I'm saying, I'm talking about just, like, life, right, they, they, they even, studies have even shown that a better look, the better looking, taller guys are going to have job offers up the wazoo in comparison to people that have a normal looking face, or, you know, not skinny, a little bit overweight, maybe you wear glasses, maybe you're, uh, too skinny, or, you know, say your body isn't picturesque, statuesque, photogenic, if you will, you don't have the ideal look of what people like to see other human beings look like. And uh, that's going to come back to bite you in the ass. That's why I've been such a big proponent of the, one of the things when I started this show was talking about functional fitness. You know, that's simply functioning in life. Can you lift boxes for hours on end, which a lot of these, you know, U-Haul jobs or something like that may require. Can you do certain physical things? Can you drive for it? eight to 12 hours like I do, <laughs> can you, <laughs> your vision's good, which mine is not, so I'm literally talking, uh, talking some shit that I don't live, and, you know, I don't want to be a hypocrite, but I was saying it not as like a finger wagging, pointing down, looking down at you type of thing, but like, I'm saying it out of love for those of you out there who may be in that same space or in a different space or much younger than me, if you're younger than me then the world is yours, in my opinion, if you're in your 20s, especially if you don't have no kids or baby mamas, or nobody's snarling at your pockets right now, you got the world at your fucking feet, and you just got to make sure to take advantage of it, but, you know, that's what's kind of funny, is that those are, those were some pretty down times for me emotionally, a lot of it was because I felt, even though I, you know, started getting women in my 20s, I still felt like alone, alone as hell, and it's like, that's one of the things I picked up is that women do, women aren't going to fill any holes or gaps that you may think that they do. A lot of guys are lonely. They have mommy issues. Let's be real. As much as we can criticize women for having daddy issues, us as men, we seek out our mom's love through dating and relationships. We seek out what we didn't receive as a child, the type of nourishing and nur- nurturing that we did not get growing up. We seek that out and we become really needy in these relationships. We push a lot of women away because we put that burden on them. And seeing it that there is a, they're an individual living their own lives with their own struggles and hardships in their own individual lives, they don't want to fucking take on that baggage. As a matter of fact, women don't typically take on the baggage of men. They don't pick men up and help them get to a place. Typically, they don't. Uh, now, if, the, if you're one of these potential actors, a potential pro athlete, somebody's going to be highly successful. Sure, you may have that come your way. Um, but typically, 
how women deal with us normies. Uh, normies is in guys that aren't multimillionaires. You know, some of us may be making into the six-figure range, but we're not half, nowhere near half a million. Nothing crazy, you know what I mean? But us normies that don't have this, some incredible, like, look, physique, or financial status, or social status, what they do with the normies is monkey branch. They want the finished product. They definitely, that's one of the main things. <clears throat> is women will only, when it comes to normie guys, to want the finished product. Now, if you were, I don't know, Jalen Ramsey playing in college or, you know, one of these kids playing for Duke or North Carolina or Kentucky in college basketball, yeah, you, you're going places. Potentially, you are going somewhere, and you're going to be making a lot of money. So that's the only time where a woman will sit there and like, you know what, I'm going to get on the ship and ride this bitch to the bay. Because most of us normie guys... Uh, not most. Half of us normy guys are bound to crash. And these chicks don't want to get on our boats and quote unquote, not boats. But you know what I mean? My metaphor is basically, they don't want to get with you when you're down and ride the wave to your, your peak. They don't want you to peak. The, and it's not that they don't want you to peak. They are waiting at the finish line to fuck the winners of the normies. So essentially, the, nobody's going to be there for you if you have hard times, anything like that. And the, the, the funny thing is, is that you do all this. I saw it today. I saw it today and it was kind of funny to me. Now, I hate judge. I really hate to be so judgmental. But it's kind of like this is this sexual revolution culture that women have ushered into existence. It's all them. This is their culture. That's they. Society is inherently gynocentric. So it's essentially their culture. And, and so I, I have to, I guess, be physically judgmental. And I saw something today that vexed me. And, there, and you see this a lot. And there was a guy going to, into a recruiting station. And his either wife or girlfriend or fiance in tow. Probably outweighed about, about 150 pounds. And I saw that a lot when I was on active duty. Like so many of these dudes. Are with women that are not only bigger than them. Significantly bigger than them. And if you have a, a fat fetish or some shit. Cool. But so many dudes are willing to get with women that aren't in their peak status. In fact, they'll never peak. A fat chick in her 20s is just going to be fatter in her 30s. A broke bitch in her, you know, a broke bitch in her early 20s is just going to be more broke. As a matter of fact, here's the thing about broke bitches. They're just going to make you broke. They are, see, broke and poverty is a mind state. And I realized that looking at people in my family, like I have people in my family that have gotten money at times. You know, life is like what I'm about to go through. Life has its ups and downs. I'm probably in a, I'm, I guess would you say I'm in an up right now? I've been sustaining my life pretty well the last couple of years on what I do. So I'm, I'm, I guess you would say I'm in an up and I'm headed toward it now. And a lot of these women, they don't ever learn their lessons from their downs because men, simps, well, specifically simps, cucks, low value, low confidence having men, incels, the bottom 30, 45, 50% of men are willing to save a woman no matter what. So they don't have the psychological and historical fortitude that has been driven into them by nature and by force. You know, men, essentially, what I'm saying is, we as men, we've been forced to dig our heels in in these, these hard times. 
to put our back against the wall and and the fucking like a killer instinct to to muscle up all the courage and the the strength and the willpower it takes to dig ourselves up out the fucking shitty situations we may be in. Because at the end of the day, we know we are responsible for our lives and we take accountability and responsibility for the things that happen to us. But with women, no. These chicks put themselves in six and seven figures of debt and you got dudes like Bernie Sanders talking about, oh, we'll just wipe out all your college debt. We'll wipe out all your credit card debt because you wanted to be a hoe all throughout your 20s. So you... you uh, these chicks run around living above their means. And I'm, again, I don't even want to talk about women or be sexist in this episode, but I'm just kind of talking about how things work out and they're different per the genders. Uh, more so than races, because you would say, well, white guys in their hard times are having a different experience than black guys and racism and white supremacy and you ain't doing nothing about whites. That's the main thing that comes up. And I'm like, you know what? I've tried to address the whole white supremacy thing with people and, and they get mad and get triggered. They won't call everybody coon and sell out and all that stupid shit. But I want to say that you can't force another people to conform to what you want, be what you want, think what you want. We can't, if white supremacy is a demon that you think is just insurmountable, you can't defeat it because you can't tell them other people's what they can and can't do. But what you can do is change the fuck the way we live, the way the shit we do, the way we act, that can definitely change. And I guess all I said, I'll let to say this because I wanted to keep this episode kind of short. When you're down and when you're struggling, like I just said, you got to dig your heels in, embrace that shit, but also take a moment to be graceful in this time. You need to be grateful. I heard it from a UFC fighter, and it was a great statement. I, I'm a big fan of this man, even though I like to be more. But Poirier said it some some great, some cool shit, man, some real shit. Dustin Poirier was like, you know, in times of, of greatness, and basically in good times, be grateful. Be grateful, really. But in times of like defeat, hard times, be graceful. And man, that's some real shit. So during the whatever time you may have your struggles or your future struggles, you know, let's not let's get out. Let's get away from this depression and suicide. Male suicide's ridiculous right now. It's really high. Let's, fellas, let's swallow our pride. Let's get some therapy. Remember to be grateful in these hard times, but also take moments to bask in whatever you're going through, be it good or bad. But I, I want to specify in the bad times. Take a moment to look around you in the bad times. To look who's willing to stick their neck out for you. Willing to help you in your times. Because I, like I said, I've got my eggs in a ton of baskets helping a lot of people right now. I wonder how these people are going to be when my time for need comes. Probably won't be there at all. And it's fine. I'm embracing that and I'm expecting that. Just they need to know that if I... When, not if, when I pick myself back up, that, they, that I will no longer be there for them. Now, I will be socially associated with people, but I don't have friends. I have associates. It's because there's been too many times in my life where I've been down and out, and everybody else not only didn't want to help me out, they will. People will kick you when you're down, especially if you're a man. I speak on gender so much because this shit is relevant. This is relevant when it, to bring gender into the equation. You could even bring race into it if you want. So we're triply at a disadvantage being black and male. 
But these times show you who the fuck is with you. Because people who ride with you, they will be there in these hard times. And if nobody's there, that's good. You Gucci. So when you eating, the next time you eating and you doing well, look around you and say, you know, I've had so many hard times in my life that y'all, none of these smiling faces were around. So I'm going to eat. Y'all going to have to figure out how to fill your own plates up with food. And we just going to keep it moving. Because at the end of the day, forced charity is all you you do your part if you eating and you paying taxes because you pay into social security which you're not going to benefit from you pay into all types of shit the welfare state and medicare and you're paying for all this shit already so you don't need to do any more local charity or charity amongst your peer groups and friends fuck that but just remember that is not a disgrace to being grateful and it's not to dis miss being graceful in the, in the hard times it's to say a lot of people ain't shit they won't be there for your down times they'll only be there to eat off of you in your up times they don't really care and all people view other people as is a tool a disposable utility just like women who date when they date men they, they what utility what way can a woman utilize a man when she dates him human beings men and women are the same way with friendships and associations and family. So with all that being said, make sure you treat people accordingly because you are definitely going to be treated accordingly when you're in your downtimes. I'm out.